All right. I'm going to try this again. I don't know what happened on that. Um, usually I try to go live like on Facebook and stuff, check to see um, if anybody's commenting, but I'm not going to do that this time because we're getting some mic background. Again, Jason Rice, Lot Party, quick tip here at Lot Pop. I picked this title about getting back to the basics for inventory management and appraisals for two reasons. One, this morning on Clubhouse, Friday morning, every Friday morning, uh, 8 a.m. Central, we do all things used cars, and we talked about appraisals, and um, I want to hit on what we covered there or, and or what we didn't cover. And then the second reason why I picked this is coming June uh, 16th, heading to Chicago's headquarters, going to put on a used car workshop. More details coming soon, um, but... We're going to be putting together Tommy Gibbs, Ed French. I think we even have Bob Hollings said possibly Alex Vetter there. So it's going to be a great event. I'll get you more information on that here soon. But back to the basics is inventory management and appraisals. Let's talk about appraisals because, again, we were just at a clubhouse this morning or talking on a clubhouse. I don't know if we're actually at it, but um, everybody remotely chiming in on appraisal processes and stuff. And mostly it seemed like the topic today was wrapped around um, – giving numbers to consumers remotely as customers are submitting leads and inquiring about what their car's worth digitally. Do we give them a range, 10 to 13 grand range, so we can have an opportunity to continue that conversation and actually uh, get in front of the customer, see their car, and not lock them into one number versus another approach of actually just giving them a one number. Uh, Brian Kramer had an article in, in, in which he referenced the article and the data about CarMax uh, acquiring a ton of cars and giving that one number on cars and just make it a quick, fast and easy, giving people uh, the information other people shared about putting Facebook posts on about how great the process and easy the process was, blah, 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 not blah, blah, blah. But that's again, all that kind of stuff. My, my only concern in a lot of times when I put content out there, I want to talk because I didn't talk this morning is, um, you know, all this stuff, I, I just see too many dealers chasing this nice, shiny new tool. Not that instant cash offer isn't a new tool or anything like that, but these new processes and these new little ideas when they don't have the foundation or the basics right. And I'm telling you this because I literally, about, for almost a decade, helped thousands of stores. And I could tell you 80% of them don't even finalize their appraisals properly. Don't even put recon in properly. Don't go back and bump their trade properly. And, and you know, if they put 10 grand into the system and then talk to the customer, TO the deal and bump the trade 500, they're not going back in and going back into the system, bumping the trade 500, assigning it to the salesperson that they uh, worked the deal, assigning it to the sales funnel that the appraisal came through. Was it a um, appraisal off of a deal? Was it a service appraisal? Was it an auction appraisal? I'm telling you, 80%. And, and so I bring this up because I'm thinking as these people are listening to this clubhouse, you got general managers, dealers, um, and maybe even some managers there thinking, oh, this is a great idea. They want to start implementing these other things. Uh, geez, I could tell you, um, go check your process first. Go look at your appraisals and go into your Viatos, VinQs, Max Digitals, Dealers Link, Inventory Plus, whatever. Go in there and just go look and see. You know, I, I see it all the time where recon amounts the same amount, 1250, 1200, 1200, 1200, 1200, 1200. And I'm like, okay, every car just needed 1200. What if the one car only needed three, the other car needed 2000 or 2500? Or you don't see salespeople assigned to them. 
Uh, again, are they not finalized? We have 150 that we finalized in the system, but then we got 300 and other appraisals over here that were never saved or finalized. And you can go look at those. And a lot of times um, the dealer be like, well, those are cars I looked at at the lane and I go through and I see customers names in there. I'm like, OK, well, here's five customer names. So those weren't done at the lane. You need to get those finalized. What was the final number? What did you deal the deal with? And, you know, who was the salesperson? What was the sort? So all these ideas that we went over in Clubhouse um, are great. But again, make sure you get the basics done first. Don't chase these. If you can't get this basic process down, um, then again, that's the other problem. Going back to uh, basics for inventory management. You know, a lot of times we're looking at market data and, and competitive sets and, and day supplies and price markets and cost of markets and what the guy down the street's pricing his for and this and that. And when in reality, a couple things I'm going to challenge is um, I've shared it a few times. I've got some stats just about a year or two ago where cars.com was, they have a tool called autocorrect it, which will scan your listings online uh, that your car is your inventory and they compare it to build out sheets. So they know how the car was factory built from, uh, from the factory and they'll compare how you're listing your vehicle and they're and that autocorrect it tool. Ask them to turn it on or even ask them to run your inventory through it. I believe you don't have to be a client or not. They could just kind of give you examples of things like maybe you missed the winter package and that's a three grand option that you didn't include in your listing, things like that, or color or interior colors. By the way, I was just on uh, at a dealership uh, doing a meeting with them and they had a couple cars without interior colors. Those are low funnel uh, buyers. Customer says, hey, I want white with tan interior. If you don't have tan interior in your uh, listing, then you're going to miss that search. Again, back to the basics. And so the if uh, cars.com said with autocorrected tool up or 37 percent of inventory listed online was listed inaccurately. And that's, again, a year and a half, two years ago. My concern here recently, again, looking at market data only, um, is the fact that a lot of cars came and went to the market. Dealers will take a new trade or new purchase. It's a day or so old. They will push it online with temporary photos and temporary listings up until the car gets fully uh, detailed through service and everything. Then they do a full set of photos, a full set of details. But the thing is the car, a lot of these cars are selling fast. They're selling before they even get fully posted online. So cars are coming in and out of that um, market data, not accurately depicted. Meaning if that car had a roof, it might have not been put in the description because again, it's, it was a temporary description just to get it online. That car leaves the market that card left with a, a moonroof, which again is going to start affecting your market data stuff. So again, back to the basics is just looking internally. What is happening? Control to control what's happening on your lot. I always give this example. Look at your last two weeks of sales cycles. Look at the last two weeks of what you've been selling and compare that to what you're currently carrying. So if you've sold two trucks in two weeks, I would say that would put you on pace to sell four trucks in a month and you have eight in stock. Well, if you're only on pace to sell four with eight in stock, you're heavy in large pickup trucks. Do that same example by years. Maybe you're heavy in 2020s. Maybe you got more than what you're currently at your current sale rate. Maybe you have um, maybe you have a 2020 large pickup truck and it's in an age bucket, uh, 31 to 45 age bucket where you're carrying 20 percent currently. 20% uh, of your inventory is in that age bucket. But again, looking at the last two weeks, only 10% of your sales is going out of that age bucket. So you're 31 to 45. 
you're selling 10% light than what's sitting there. You got to increase that. You got to increase your 2020s. You got to increase your large pickup trucks. Those are the basics. So imagine if you had a 2020 large pickup truck in that age bucket. Now, imagine if you haven't touched that truck in two weeks. Imagine if you have leads that you haven't called in five days. Imagine that it's not converting online. Those are things that's basic information on your inventory that you can control. You got to get back to the basics of what we call work the facts, right? Um, I'm pointing back here to the, my book, workthefacts.com. Check that out. We talk about these things, about these are basics inventory management that you need to be aware of that will help your inventory move because I feel like, um, let's talk about appraisals and, and inventory management. I think wholesale data, referencing that right now can get you in a trick bag because wholesale is higher um, than it can or should be. And what I mean by that is Hertz and Enterprise and all these rental car companies are at the lane driving up wholesale values because they need rental cars. As the airplanes have taken off the mask as summer and is, is creeping around the corner, there's there can and will be probably more travel happening. I say can, depending on the economy, if people can afford it or not. But um, the fact that summer's coming and people are going to get in planes and they're going to fly and travel, they're going to get rental cars. So rental car companies have a different business model when they're buying these cars and willing to pay up for them. So to me, wholesale values are hit and miss when activity like that's happening at the lane. Again, retail data can be hit or miss based on what I was just talking about, cars.com saying 37% of listings wrong or cars leaving, coming and leaving the market without accurate descriptions to really tell how similar vehicles are, are leaving, right? So you're going to want to get back into the basics, understand what's happening on your inventory, um, control what you control. Tommy Gibbs is real popular about, you know, attack your 10 most expensive cars, especially nowadays, again, with inflation and things, people are spending money on other things right now. Expensive cars might not be one of them. So back to the basics with inventory management, understand what's happening on your lot, going back to appraising cars. Um, uh, just do the simple stuff, finalize it, sign it to the salesman, bump it if you bumped it, do an accurate recon cost or as accurately as possible what the recon cost is. Don't be just across the board recon dollars. This is where we're going to have to, if things start slowing down, think lead management. If you got leads on cars, making sure you're calling an email and following up with them. If they happen to put a lead on a car and that car sells seven days later, we'll take, talk to that active lead about that car already selling. They can't buy it anymore. So they open the other makes and models and recycle that lead and try to put them on something else. That's things that we're seeing not being done at dealerships. Again, those are just kind of basic things. So, um, excited about this June event. I'll give you more details. Again, we locked in some stuff just yesterday, but we didn't want to push it too much out of it right now, just so we make sure we, we lock everything in. But you'll be hearing something about it in the first week of May here as we get all the um, nuts and bolts put together. But assume June 16th in Chicago. Hopefully we'll get to see people there. It's going to be limited registration space, no cost to it. Um, so it's going to be a great event. Check us out on uh, check out the um, used cars, uh, all things used cars every Friday on Clubhouse. Great event. Uh, David Long is the one brainchild behind that. Does a great uh, moderating uh, that Clubhouse. So check that out every Friday at 8 a.m. Uh, Clubhouse is an app on your phone. It's like uh, a social media type app. Just uh, get membership there. And then um, again, work the facts, a book here workthefacts.com, all the charts, all the data that you need, even QR codes to videos explaining what we're looking at and why we're looking at it. So uh, check that out. 
And if you ever want to see what we could do to help you with lead management and inventory management, we combine the two for a lot walk tool. You do a physical lot walk every day, uh, but digitally you got a CRM and an inventory tool and two different uh, departments running two different things, talking to customers over here, working cars over here. Um, but we put that all together for you in one tool so you can uh, expedite your daily char chores every day to keep that stuff moving. Lapop.com. Hope this tip was helpful. See you next time.